just make sure this thing's completely properly live it should be i've got a lot of interesting stuff that i want to talk about in this one tonight i think it's gonna be a really cool one to be honest um there's many different topics that's that i've been kind of diving into in me oneself this week but for some reason this one just kind of came through because um I've just kind of ordered a book about this topic as well. I've been kind of doing my own research, watching YouTube videos and stuff and kind of um and just really kind of feeling a lot of stuff around this and I think it's um the topic of the spirit world for me is is one that's obviously it's one of the greatest important things, you know, is where do we go when we leave this realm, you know? I think it's one of them questions that's been kind of pondered for for a millennia, you know. Like people are wondering like where do we where do where do our souls go, you know, when we leave this place, you know? And uh, I know it's one for me that has always been at the forefront of my journey. You know, I've always been seeking that question of what happens when we transition and we and we leave this realm. You know, so it it is one of them that really cuts deep to the heart of this place. You know, and I feel like I remember coming across this quote a really long time ago, and it was speaking about how I think it was Neville Goddard actually who said this quote. He quote he said he he thought he was he thought that he was spending his whole life. Um, preparing to live but he was actually spending his whole life preparing to die and i know along a, a lot of kind of mystic to mystic traditions there's always that emphasis put on their on their culture you know they always built their cultures around the emphasis of death you know like what happens when we die so to me it's a fascinating question and it's one that always really interests me a lot um and i've got like i say i've got a lot of lot that i really want to talk about t- tonight with this one and uh like I said, you know, I really want to kind of share my current level underst- my current level of understanding of the spirit realm, you know, in relationship to ourselves in the process of ascension. Because my, you know, my understanding of the spirit realm, it's it's evolving, you know, as I kind of work on more emotions and as I kind of like start learning more and more, as I'm learning more and more, especially about my own soul, I can kind of feel the relationship with this and how it makes sense to me uh, to where i'm at now on my journey anyway but before i start diving too deep i just wanted to quickly kind of touch a little bit on the kind of the more scientific perspective just to to kind of subtly touch on that when it comes to this topic because when it comes to the topic of kind of trying to like make sense of the spirit realm and make sense of kind of the nature of reality and, and what it is that we're kind of situated in um because at the end of the day all these truths um from an emotional perspective or a metaphysical perspective if you want to use that word um they they are rooted and can be ex- explained by some extent by science you know like god's laws is rooted in science and in the in the they can be explained through it but for me the you know in the position i'm on in my life at the moment is that i'm tending to lean away from the science be- or and the reason why that is because I feel like intellectualizing to stuff, like there's an importance to intellectualizing stuff, but I also feel like the, the intellectualization process can can also take away kind of our ability to feel things um, from a more deeper level. And I think for me, that's where I'm kind of leaning towards. I feel like my own strengths are feeling into things, you know, instead of trying to intellectualize things. And there's an importance to science, course there is. But at the same time, I feel like it can be a kind of a trap. And um, and I feel like intellectualization of topics will only get you so far. And I think you've got to kind of dive deeper in your own soul and feel things. And there, and that's how I kind of, that's where I'm leaning more towards now in terms of operating. So anyway, this picture that I've got today is, um, 
it comes under many different names. I actually got this bad boy printed off as well, so it actually uh, so there's no messing about. So I can hold it up as much as I want. And this 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 is the uh, this is like the gear card. It'll be getting held up all night. <laughs> so make sure I don't drop it. So then, so for people who's listening on audio version of this thing, who listen to this on the podcast version of this on the audio version, what I'm holding up now in my hand is basically what people can see on the live stream is kind of a it's a diagram that's kind of demonstrating all the different spheres. And this kind of this comes under many different names, you know. So many people call this many different things, um, but basically, it's kind of the it's an image that's demonstrating all the different concent concentrating rings of reality, which a lot of the kind of ancient cultures were kind of leaning towards. There's several different kind of maps that depict this, or um, pictures that depict this. Um, there's many that kind of like at the center of this one now, as you can see, it's Mount Muru. So at the center of that map is Mount Muru. And it has all the different concentric and kind of realities that are that are around it, and obviously Earth's in that too as well. And there's obviously a lot of theories kind of based around this of kind of what this map is and what it symbolizes. And um, for such a long time, you know, I've been looking at the work of the ancients and things like that, and I've been trying to kind of like it really kind of for me, it's really been getting to this question of kind of in relationship to this map because throughout all these different ancient cultures, we all we always see kind of like. Um, cultures through their architecture and through their structures demonstrating um demonstrating the 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 spiritual world you know like that's in my opinion that's what they're doing they're trying to demonstrate the spiritual world over into the physical world in which we which we're in now so i'll put the picture down now so you've seen it anyway so if, you, if anyone wants to go back then click on the screen um there's many different pictures that are kind of related to that but basically um to, to briefly touch on it just from like a scientific perspective the picture that i'm holding up here is basically um in my opinion is kind of from a scientific perspective is the earth because where i'm at in my journey i feel like the earth is a is an electromagnetic field it's based on energy you know in in the simplest in the simplest purest terms i could use and i've looked into a lot of the work of kind of santos bonacci um martin kenny there's many other names and that's not to say that i agree with everything they say i think just when it comes to some of this practical knowledge when it comes to kind of tra speaking to the electromagnetic fields and um and talking about the uh, from from that side of things i really feel like they're really touching on something and they're really getting to something so on one side, on one side of this map is the electric side, and one side is the is the magnetic side. Um, and it just as, as a brief side note as well, with the word magnet, magnetic, which is really interesting. The word magnetic is is the word magic comes from magnetic, which is really interesting to me. So it's like there's magic on the on the on the side of of, of the of the magnetic world, you know, which is really interesting. So. So one side's electric and one side's the magnetic. The tops are magnetic, and, the, and my understanding is the bottom is the, is the electric side of things. So, which is really interesting to me as well is that kind of like it. You know, it's it's like when we see we see in we see in nature as well. We kind of we see this. There's always an emphasis put on uh, put on kind of the red shift, blue shift. You know, like the red shift at the bottom, blue shift at the top. You know, the ultraviolet spectrum represents that to some degree too as well you know and to me the way i like to see it, you know that's kind of like the the lower and the higher nature of ourselves too as well you know and it's and it's never a coincidence because within within nature you know nature always ha um 
mirrors this to some degree you know everything in nature has its kind of has its kind of nemesis to some degree you know like we have you have kind of like with the weather systems you know it goes it goes through seasons it goes through everything you know and even like the astrological clock you know um and there's many things that mirror that has that has kind of like a subtle shift and a subtle difference in into one another you know and i think the ultraviolet spectrum is obviously that um and then you've got the toroidal field all around it too as well um, and there's there's been there's been loads of research done on this, you know, from from many different angles. Um, and to me, you know, like obviously what I've just described there, it's kind of it, it's it's more kind of speaking to towards kind of like the, um, like I said, it's more for me what I've just spoke about there. It's more speaking towards the intellectual side of things. And I've had experiences before, like um, where I've kind of I have seen the toroidal field that's that's engulfed all around us in the tro- in how the toroidal field that is around us that is kind of connected to everything on the planet you know I've had individual experiences where I've seen the toroidal field coming out my own head and I believe that we all do kind of emit some kind of toroidal field that comes out of us on a kind of on a toroidal level if you want to use that word I don't know what used the word but but there is all this kind of this deep there's, there's all this deep symbi- symbiology that's kind of in, uh, in evidence. If you have had if you have had experiences where you've kind of tapped into this, that's all around us, you know. And we see that what we're engulfed at kind of mirrors, you know, what we are as being. So the earth realm, what we're in, mirrors our own human bodies. And this goes out to the whole of nature, you know, in terms of like in terms of what we are and who we are. And um, and I think as well. Um, when we look at a lot of kind of the a lot of the older depictions of this, like you know, um, a lot of the older depictions talk about like Mount Muru, Mount Muru, and they speak about a lot of other things as well. They call it many, many, diff- many other names. But I do feel like um, what this, what, what these kind of all these different maps, and this is my current level of understanding where I'm, what I'm now. I think what they're really trying to get to, and what they're trying to demonstrate through through demonstrating all these different spheres, and in, in in terms of kind of um in in terms of the way they look you know they look like kind of like like i see it, it looks like kind of lots of discs that's based upon on top of one another like loads of worlds that's based on based kind of all sitting um kind of all basically sitting very abruptly close to one another in reality is is um is demonstrating to me it's demonstrating all the different kind of concentric planes of existence of that that are all around us in regards to the lower and the higher realms of reality so like I said, my current level of understanding of this of this now is that all these different physical planes, you know, are the ethereal realms. Um, basically, what divine truth calls Jesus, he calls them the spheres, um, which are based on our emotions and how and we can access them through our emotions. And that's what I hundred percent believe they are. And which is interesting to me, um, when it comes to a lot of these maps as well, Earth is always placed in the center of these maps, which is really interesting to me. So Earth, um, in some kind of mythology, is called Midgard. Some people call it Middle Earth, and uh, and I'm not sure if you remember, but I think I'm sure the Lord of the Rings spoke about Middle Earth, and there uh, there was a great battle for Middle Earth. So there's always like truth, kind of like seeds of truth that are kind of like. In mythology, that's kind of spread in kind of um, modern day films and, and stuff like that, you know. So there's always a lot of truth in that, and I think sometimes, kind of, obviously, movies do kind of a good. Sometimes, whether they got a good agenda or a bad agenda, um, they they do kind of um, 
demonstrate things um, using technology in a certain way that can kind of like spark something within inside of us to kind of imagine how something may have been or, or, or kind of kind of collectively get into that get into an idea on a soul level and manifesting it in a film so i think sometimes it can do a good a good job of that you know and um and i think what's really interesting i think when it comes to the how i said before how earth is kind of always placed upon upon the center of these spheres and what i believe that it's really getting to in my opinion it's getting to that um that the kind of the earth realm is 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 a is a little bit different from the other realms that are around us you know because when it comes to the word earth as well earth is actually an anagram for heart which is really interesting so heart's at the center of the human body as well just to add that and um, there's so many places i could take this but there's many like i said there's many different types of diagrams like that that are kind of um that are trying to explain this physical density that we're in in relationship to the kind of the ethereal realms that kind of that um that we transition over to when we leave this place and what i really want to kind of speak to in this one today i really want to kind of get into kind of how how the the physical density and how the ethereal realms um in relationship to ourselves in the process of ascension how them things link so when when i um when the i think when they when we when we talk about kind of like other worlds and stuff like that and i i really believe that you know that the what what they're getting to a lot of these um teachings of the past i think they're really trying to get to like to, to trying to like demonstrate the ethereal realms that are outside of this physical density because that you know we we come we incarnate into this place you know um as a as a soul for our mother's womb and we're kind of engulfed with our senses you know we, we play out the human experience and we're learning all these different lessons and i know for a fact that when we leave this realm that's not the end of it you know i know that we transition over into something else so then it's for me it's kind of like always been on the journey of asking the question so if if there is something after this like what's the purpose of this realm that we're in now you know what happens when we transition over and to me it's all about the soul you know it's all about the journey of the soul it's all about working on our working on our soul condition um and that doesn't stop when we leave this place you know it doesn't like kind of we don't just you don't just wake up or you don't just wake up, die, die one day and you and you and and that's it you know it's like you transition over to something else and and um and my understanding of this is that is that like i said before the the with that map i was explaining before map if you want to call it that maybe it is a map maybe the map's not the right word to use but it is a map really because it's a map to ascension you know to to, to some degree you know i think that's what they were really trying to get to i think that's what the ancients were trying to get to you know they're trying to kind of transcend a message over the culture that there's a, there is a way you know like there is something that happens there is a there is an importance to death death when we leave this realm you know there's an importance to your life now you know you're not just kind of you know um you're not just kind of um nothingness you know like there is something really important to 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 your soul's journey and we have to honor that you know and and, and honor the lessons and honor and honor what comes up and, and 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 continue to keep working on ourselves and i think that's it's interesting because like there is a truth that we all know in our lives you know like people can argue the semantics of over everything that's going on but there is something happening with our souls you know like and the more that you develop that relationship you do start realizing how every day is turning up for us you know every day is for us to work on our soul condition and there must be something to that you know on a deeper level you know we're all evolving ourselves we can all we can all feel that you know how we're kind of our our understanding of ourself is always developing 
Um, and also another angle of this, you know, there's there's many different channelings out there as well of spirits who have died um, on Earth and then they've transitioned over into the spirit realm and then they've kind of um, channeled back these messages to humanity. Um, and there's there's lots of evidence of channelings where people are talking about how they're living in other worlds, how they're living in other cities, and and there's um there's also a lot of evidence of a lot of spirits. I know Divine Truth done a lot of, um, channelings with a lot of spirits, and and then there's many other people who's wrote books on this as well, who who are great channelers of the past, and and they explain how in these places, in these worlds, in these cities where they when they died and they transitioned over to. They always mentioned about how their soul condition um, matches the reality in which they are at when they transition over into that other world. And the main theme, like I said before, of this whole place that we're in is that we are be we're in something very similar. You know, we're in a in a it's it's a little bit different, obviously. You know, it's 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 obviously I don't even fully understand. I can't even comprehend to the full degree of what that's what the spirit realm is. But it's clear to see that what we're in is very similar to that emotionally, you know. Like you work on your emotions and your environment changes in which you live, you know. People, you change the people. Things start changing, you know. Things start manifesting. Manifesting. There is like a law of attraction at this place, you know. Every single day that's turned up for us. And that doesn't change, you know, when we move over to the to the spirit, spirit world as well, you know. And um, to take this another way as well, uh, there's a lot of evidence also leaning towards that that supposedly that new spheres are also created in the spirit realm too as well are being created all the time emotionally you know so through our emotions um new worlds are being created through our emotional state which is really interesting to me as well so have a think about that you know like how how you know the emotion for, so for example the emotion that you're working on in your life now or the emotion that you're stuck in now there has to be a world or a condition that's created by god for you to go to that place so that you can kind of learn that lesson which is really interesting so you know I, I don't understand how many how many spheres there is you know i know divine truth from jesus ed divine truth he speaks about how there's and um at the at the birth of creation he speaks about how there was i think he said there was nine spheres and he says as the as um more souls were entering into the earth realm and then passing over the the spheres had to expand and the worlds had to expand within there because to, to, to match all the different conditions of people because the conditions of people was completely different vast you know all the way from the, the hells all the way to kind of the hellish realms all the way to kind of um the more um, lighter realms if you want to use that word or more advanced realms or realms that of people who have more empathy and uh, more love in them so there is that spectrum that i mean that spectrum on on now is on earth too as well you know we can see how there is like people living in hell and then people who have a who live who live in a kind of a more a more um a life that's close to god if you want to use that word you know they, we they've got the spectrum on planet earth now where you've got people who have no morality then you've got people who've got mor who have high morality and and i'm not saying the general over general overarching soul condition is is amazing on the planet because I feel into stuff all the time and I'm questioning my own soul condition all the time, you know, and you've got to be humble with it and see where you're at because I know that when I cross over, I know there's so many things that I can't see. I know there's so many things that I can't see now, but you have to be humble to that. But there definitely is something going on in regards to an emotional spectrum in this planet and how it governs your reality and how it dictates who you are as a person. And um, what I was going to say again as well, I was going to speak about how... Um, 
when it comes to kind of how you know how I said about how there's these there's these other worlds out there, spheres, spheres, if whatever you want to call them, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if that's where the aliens were coming from, you know, like when they speak about like extraterrestrials and UFOs coming, you know, maybe they're coming from the emotional spheres, you know, maybe these are aliens who are like kind of or whatever you want to call them, like reptilians, whatever it may be, that you know they they they're coming from where where their soul condition, where, like they're coming from their where their soul condition is, you know. Um, and, and 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 a lot of these channels channels as well. Um, there's there's some there's some famous books that talk about this as well. But a lot of these channels talk about how some of these worlds and some of these emotional spheres. And I know, like I said, I know Jesus. I keep saying his name again because because he's right at the cutting edge of it, and you've got to mention him. But Jesus speaks about this in the sense of how within the emotional spheres that there's there's technologically advanced civilizations in there. You know. Like who, um, because they're living in, in these spheres and these emotional realms for so long that it's just like, you know, with the spirit bodies, you know, you can build things, you know, you can, you can like, um, you can build technology, you know. So, so it, it makes sense again to me that like, if there is like, like how many beings have kind of left and crossed over from this reality, you know, like millions of souls die every single day and they transition over into the spirit realm. You know, course is going to be uh, worlds where people are building things and they've been in there for a long time. You know, and the and the and the the creating technology, just like we have in this physical world now. You know, it's not the only, it's not the only realm. You know, there's 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 many, and I think this is what it's really it's really trying to get to. And I think this is a really important topic because, um, I think having this knowledge of the spirit realm to me is is really important because. I think the more you get closer to it, and the more you kind of start understanding it and, and understanding the transition and what this place is truly about, you know, it it, it helps you navigate your, the physical life which we're in now, which is really important, um, in a much better way. You know, it shines light on on the part of ourselves that need improvement, and it shines light on us of what what it truly is. Because I feel like sometimes if you don't know where we're going, like how do we know what we are? You know, or we don't know where we come from. How do we know who we are? You know, and I think it's really important, um. And uh, and like I said, I, I really do feel like that when we do cross over, you know, there is going to be the the places that we the place that we do go to do go to is going to match our soul condition when we when we when we transition over, you know. And uh, and I, I just I really do believe that. And um, and I think you know, like like I said before, I think the spheres to some degree, you know, they're obviously they're obviously operating. Um, through the through the law of God in this, but obviously operating through the through the kind of the law of attraction as well. Where so for, for a sense that you know we we get put in the place that matches our soul condition. You know it reflects our wounds, it reflects the things that we need to work on. You know, and uh, and I believe that you know just like we do in this reality now, as we kind of heal things within us, you know we we start moving through these spheres. You start you have access to these worlds. You know because it makes sense on a soul level that. Like, how would you put something in this reality? Um, like, how would you, if you had to embed something in this reality to kind of like, to, to allow people to be worthy, you know, it would be the ultimate journey would be the journey of the soul, you know, because you can't lie. Your soul doesn't lie, you know. So like, your soul knows and knows like what you're worthy for, you know. And that would be the ultimate thing where God could do, you know. God would put something in this place where he would allow you, he would give you the secrets of the universe if you were worthy to it, you know. And I believe that's the kind of the same thing with with the, with the spheres. You know, we move through the spheres in regards to where our soul condition is at. You know, 
And I think what's what's interesting because to some degree, and I've mentioned this, I've mentioned this quite a lot of the times. But when it comes to the ancient Egyptians, they always spoke about this transition of the soul, how your soul would be weighed against the feather, you know, and like if you'd done good, it would determine where you go. And I think I believe that is true to some extent, you know. I really think they were on it, you know. Whether they kind of knew to the full extent what I'm speaking about today, um, I don't know, you know, because I didn't know them personally, but. It definitely seems that they were touching on something in regards to that, that there is a judgment day of our souls, you know, and that our soul determines where we go. And I definitely, I definitely, uh, I definitely believe that, you know. I mean, the soul determines, the more we get in touch with this, we know we start seeing how the, the soul determines everything in this reality that we're in now, you know. The soul determines who's in our lives, you know. It determines how we live. It determines the, how our body looks, you know, the health, health, of, health of our body. It determines the health of the earth, you know. Um, and uh, like I say, I think I think to some degree. I mean, this is something I'm not 100% certain certain on. But just to bring a different angle as well, you know, I think as well. I think when the kind of when the a lot of these ancient cultures and the traditions of the past talk about you know Mount Muru and they talk about um, uh, Garden of Eden and things like that. And this is not the only thing because I think there's multiple. When it comes to Mount Muru and it comes to the Garden of Eden. I think there's a there's kind of a lot of deep like symbi symbiology that's in that you know there's a lot of metaphor that's in that that's trying to kind of like that speaks to many different things not just one thing. But what I do think it kind of speaks to to some degree, um, they, it's they're kind of like depicting the journey to the inner self you know like to the true self like the journey to the cleansing of the one soul because when it comes to the Garden of Eden we all know that that the Garden of Eden like is a clean and pure place you know it's the place where humans fell you know so it must have been a clean place you know like the, the garden must have been a clean place and um and like I say I think through working on our emotions you know these places just become accessible you know like to some degree you know like um and i'm not sure how to what degree that is you know i think uh obviously yes like to some degree right now we're bound to these physical bodies um but i, I do believe that emotionally you know these shifts in, in the ability to access these states within inside of ourselves and be able to kind of access these other emotional planes in the spirit realm too as well in our sleep state and our dream state and the astral state whatever you want to call it as we work on ourselves becomes more evident you know uh as we kind of lighten or darken our souls you know um and this is obviously this is something that i've just to be honest this is something that i'm trying to be humble with now and see and try to understand this to some degree you know now you know because for me personally now i'm just trying to form this connection with my own self you know like when i work on an emotion i'm trying to feel when I work on it, you know, what's happening in my body and just trying to create that relationship with with kind of like working on myself and crying and feeling at the wounds and just seeing how my body feels, you know, on a, on a more subtle level and just sitting with that, you know, and feeling what's going on. You know, it doesn't have to like be this big experience or anything like that. You just have to honour what's coming up and uh, and continue the process, you know. And, and I think eventually what I've noticed is that you can, there is stages where you do feel the subtle shifts of the emotional, of the, the emotional shifts with inside you, you know. And it's just trying to be humble because, and I'm also very sceptical of this as well because I don't want to kind of put myself in a position in my own, in my own, with my own soul where I believe that I'm at a certain stage, you know, because I think, I think at times like I've, in my own journey, I've been guilty of thinking that I'm, better than I am or something you know and I've had to work on that wound and it's kind of trying to be humble to the point of where like of just 
honoring every day what's coming up you know and and maybe not label it as something and it's hard to do that at times you know because us as humans we want to kind of like you want to feel the, the the level of advancement inside of ourselves and feeling where we're at emotionally but sometimes you just have to honor where you're at you know um and just build up build up a relationship with you with yourself and um and realize like where they on what the like and feel the unhealed emotions you know uh and how it feels for you on a physical level you know and an emotional level um but it's interesting just to go off on a side tangent as well um when it comes to kind of the word dark matter which is interesting because <laughs> the word dark matter obviously nasa like puts out there quite a bit and they see they use the word dark matter but it's interesting to some degree you know because we are obviously from a scientific level we are matter you know so it's kind of like and they call it dark matter um and obviously there's a lot of kind of inversion with the word dark matter but to some degree you know like there is a truth in that because obviously you know if you do have a like a heavier soul condition you know and you you've got a lot of sin in you you know you you're you're dark matter you know and you either dark matter or you become lighter you know and i think my understanding in the of the spirit realm is that the there is kind of hellish there is a hellish place you know like or a very dark place um if you want to use that word but it's not just kind of like there's there's a there's a hellish realm and there's a and there's a realm of where all the enlightened beings are you know i believe that there's a there's a whole entire spectrum all based on the emotional condition you know like there's a gradual fade all the way from uh, darkness from basically like say for example like no plant life like uh, barren lands um basically you know very very gradual fade to match the soul condition you know of the person all the way from like I said before, all the way from a darkened condition, all the way to a kind of a lighter place, you know, where with things that we can't even imagine, you know, to some degree, you know, because it's like, like how can we even imagine a place that we've never been, you know? How can you imagine a song or a color or a sound that we've never seen before? You can't do it, you know. But, but you, you, you know that your soul's got the ability to do that, you know. You know that you, on a feeling level, you know, if you, any of you out there have had, kind of transcendental experiences if you want to call it that word i don't even think that's the right word but if you've had experiences where you've kind of tapped into the divine you know you've kind of had them that are out that are out of the kind of the ordinary perception of reality and you've had them experiences you feel you know you feel there's there's more to this place you know you're on a, on a soul level you know and i think that's what it's about and as you kind of build up that this is what i've been doing as you build up that um as you build up the the feeling and the senses around that of having these of feeling on a on a um, on a more kind of empathic or emotional level you start kind of feeling the tentacles of these experiences on a on a regular basis on people that you meet and everything you know and uh and it's interesting because when it comes to kind of like i said before and i was trying to describe the the kind of the gradual fade from the hellish realms to the to the to the kind of the more lighter realms if that makes sense the more enlightened realms if you want to use that word i don't think that's the right word but i'm just trying to stumble on my words here but there's also that natural transition is also in nature too you know if we look at nature now there's also that natural transition in nature too as well you know and it's always interesting to me that how these like these deeper soul levels they always do have like kind of a, a symbiology in a, in a in a mirror in regards to kind of things that in regards to nature and the things that are around us you know and uh just to add to that as well as there's, there's also a, a book that uh, actually there's also a book that i um that um i got recommended by um i'm watching one of tim sheep's videos which is really interesting because tim sheep's on all this as well and he was talking about a book um by a guy called uh, Nosso lara 
which is really interesting, a book about the astral city. And it's basically a, a book which I've just ordered, actually, so I'm really looking forward to kind of diving into it. Obviously, I've come across a lot of this material already because I've been kind of already watching a lot of channelings and I've also been watching a lot of Divine Truth, so it's kind of already been coming up a lot in regards to this. But there's a book basically by a guy called Nosso Lara, who's a Brazilian um, author, and it's basically an, an account of, of kind of a life living in a spirit colony in a world um in a world of the of the spirit world uh, and the books are basically like kind of all channeled spiritual spiritual communication that from the guy who who um a person who had crossed over and spoke about their journey through the spheres and what was in there and uh, and i think there's a, like i say i think it's really interesting because I, I do feel like you know like when something i have questioned that you know when we are like in the in the sleep state for example and we do cross over Sorry, not take that back. When we when we're in the sleep state, I do have this feeling that when we are in the sleep state or the astral world, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if we are kind of if we have the ability to do so, we are going into these worlds. You know, we're going into these spheres in which we which we kind of think that it's just in our subconscious, but they're actually real places. You know, and I've had experiences where I've lucid dreamed and i've astral projected and I've, I've i've had these experiences that are real and real that are just the same as this and that's what i feel like is the same thing you know that when we cross transition over we transition over to these cities that, that match our soul you know and probably is when we're dreaming at night you know we're going to these realms you know like we're going to these realms that match our condition to work on lessons because we'll work on lessons when we're there you know so to me i think that would be kind of the the ultimate the ultimate kind of uh, law would be the kind of to put you in a place that matches with your condition. It's fair to me, you know, would it be fair to you, you know? Um, it can be scary when you really tap into it and you're like, like, shit, where am I going to go, you know? And, and I've felt into that, you know, like what things, like what demons I'm working on, you know, and what things are coming through me, you know, and what I'm trying to feel into. And how would that match my condition if I crossed over? Um, but these are obviously things that we have to face whether we like it or not because we are going to go to the place through God's law where we go anyway, you know? Um, so I, I think I've covered everything, but um, I'm, if any, obviously I can see there's a few, quite a few bit of interaction in the comments. But if anything, if I remember everything, anything that I, I forgot to touch on, or if anyone's got any questions, I would love to see what any, anyone says in the comments. But for me, you know, it's a really, it's a, it's a really interesting, it's a, it's a really interesting thing, you know, to think about like the spirit realm and what is it, what is it when we cross over, you know, like what is it, what happens when we leave this, leave this physical realm because. To me, there's definitely something going on in regards to our souls in terms of uh, in terms of emotionally, in terms of when we work on ourselves and, and the subtle changes that we feel, and it, it just makes a ton of sense. It makes a ton of sense to me, you know. So, like I say, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, the next book that I'm gonna dive into is that one I've just mentioned, and I'm really gonna dive into it, you know, and see see what comes up because, uh, I think it's really fascinating that 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 there is kind of there is a lot of material out there in regards to these kind of spirit encounters where beings are channeling from the other side, you know? And I think it's something that's probably been lost in transition. And I know as well, like, when it comes to kind of spirit interaction and, and channeling from a spirit, there's also a lot of false information that's given. So you have to be very deceptive of that, you know? I think, I feel like to some degree, I feel like Dolores Cannon was doing a lot of the good work, but I feel to some degree, I feel like she, it seems to me, just feeling into it. I mean, I haven't consumed all the content. I don't know her personally, but I feel like to some degree, maybe a lot of her content was kind of, a lot of it was channeling and being misled. 
because you've got to remember like i've spoke about many times in this podcast when it comes to spirit influence there's a lot of spirit influence in regards to this you know there's a lot of spirits who want to channel messages for their own ego for their own agendas you know because there is influence when it comes to this as well so i think to some degree i think with a lot of this when it comes to a lot of channel information there's a lot of good stuff out there but we also have to be aware that there's a lot of bad stuff as well <clears throat> and just to briefly touch on this as well before i know i can see a few questions in there i know jason's got a good good one in there i want to answer jason's question in a minute and there's a new other new few questions as well but when it comes to reincarnation reincarnation to me is a really interesting one because <clears throat> when it comes to this kind of this this picture that i was showed before that's demonstrating all the different spheres there seems to be like a theme that's run with this reality of the theme of reincarnation and i've spoke about this a few times but where i'm at with my journey of reincarnation reincarnation on a soul level no longer makes sense to me from a loving perspective because i feel there's a lot of flaws in it and how it can do harm to people and uh divine truth from jesus he speaks about a really interesting story about this about how um about the process of the supposed process of souls being reincarnated in this realm and how it's actually it can actually be a very detrimental process to to the beings who are on both sides of this the child who comes into the realm and also the the person who believes they're coming into this realm and jesus talks about the perspective about how there was a woman who crossed over to the spirit realm which i think is a really interesting story and she had a wound within her that she believed she was special you know and she believed that like she was uh she, she she was a special person and and don't get us wrong i've had that wound within me too as well and i'm i've been feeling that one too <clears throat> so when i heard this story i felt like like fuck now i could i could fall trapped to this one too as well you know because the subtleties of the of the emotional lessons go so deep and this was one that went so deep for me so this woman transitioned over to the spiritual into the spirit world and she was met by a group of beings and she had the same wound as what they had which they felt like they were they were special and they believed that they were actually helping people and assisting people in the process of reincarnation back to this planet but actually what they were doing is they were just helping a spirit overcloak a child's body when they were being born into the spirit realm through the spirit body which i think to me is really mind-blowing and when i heard that it makes you it gives another alternative perspective on the process of reincarnation because we always just kind of you get this emphasis that's that you know you get another turn you come back around you know, and I think it's really important to share that information because, you know, you could cross over and you could believe that you're reincarnating, you know, but actually just overcloaking another vessel, you know, you're overcloaking another soul. And uh, to me, that's a, that's something that I wouldn't want to do, you know, I wouldn't want to kind of overcloak someone, you know. And I know this process goes on, you know, because I've, I've felt it, you know, through my experiences I've had, you know, I've felt this process, how spirits can overcloak people and how they can influence people, how they can influence myself. And um, it's not something that I want to be doing, you know. So I think that bit, of, so the story, what Divine Truth talked about with reincarnation to me is a really interesting story because it just gives you that extra perspective in your soul that, you know, just be be humble and be careful, you know, what you think you're doing, you know, like emotionally. And obviously I know that we can't fully understand that because we always doing things in our lives that we don't fully understand and how it's affecting our soul condition. We think that inherently it's coming from a good place. But within us all, you know, there's so many different wounds that we're operating from that affect us and how we operate and how we interact with reality and i think you've just got to try and be humble with it you know and that's what i'm trying to do and it's not easy you know because there's so many things that i notice in my life that i'm like jesus exactly like, i'm i'm operating in the in this way here like it's not good you know and it's obviously just trying to bring awareness to it you know at the same time 
Um, but anyway, how is it going, everyone? Um, someone in the comments said, I'm not how you pronounce your name. You said, did you read Melch Chizdek? I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I'm not. I've never heard of that. I'm not sure what that is. If you can give a bit more information, is it a book? What type of sorry? What type of book? Book is it? I'm not too sure. Uh, Jason said. I would need to explain this verbally so it makes more sense, but I believe we don't have a soul and we are merely a speck of Mother Nature which has been given a sort of consciousness before we die. Uh, not a chance. <laughs> no way. Um To me that's not a to me like that's not a uh I don't even know how to describe it, but it for me that's not a reality for me, you know. Because I know what I am, you know. I know the experiences I've had and I know I know that I'm a soul and a body, you know. And I know we're all souls in the body. Um, I think that type of thinking, I mean, I've, I have went down that trail of thought before, like that more kind of, that more evolutionary perspective of consciousness, consciousness, you know, and how like consciousness is just kind of a phenomenon that just turns up for us. But to me, I don't even entertain that anymore now because I know what we are, you know, I know how I am. Um, and I used to entertain it a lot in the past when it comes to consciousness, um, that we are just this kind of like a, a phenomenon, that a random phenomenon that just turns up uh, we just turned up on this place but well, what would be the point of that you know like why are you doing all this learning you know and like when you tap in yourself like what do you really feel you know like and i also think that thinking is very kind of that thinking when it comes to consciousness consciousness not not in all not not in all degree not in all degrees and i don't even know if you fully mean this you know i might be misinterpreting what you say sometimes through a comment it's it's very hard to kind of like to feel what you truly mean you know if like we're in person i'd be able to feel it better what you truly mean and speak to it in a better way but I feel like to to some to some degree I feel like that type of thinking leads you down a really dark path, and I think that's the type of thinking that 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 um, that the, it's the kind of the thinking that the world in which we live in it, in it oozes of it. You know, it kind of the world in which we live in directs us in that way too. You know, like it directs us in a way that we're just kind of you know we're just a process of evolution. You know, and I think that pro when you when you think like that, you know, you you move further away from God. You know. Because if you don't believe that you're a soul and you're connected to something larger than yourself and you don't believe there's a God, you know, not in all cases, obviously not, but in many cases, it leads you down a narrow path, you know. It leads you to a path of low morality. It leads you to a path where you don't think anyone's watching you when you do certain stuff, you know, believes that you can just get away with whatever you want. And I'm not saying that you believe that, but I'm just saying that I've noticed a behaviour pattern when it comes to that that is far removed from what we truly are and it leads you down the wrong road and i can see that when i feel and i'm not saying like it's a wrong road because it'll, who am i to say that you know feeling it now who am i to say that leads you down a wrong road but for me i could see and feel how that would lead you down a wrong road if you believe that we're just a product of evolution and we don't have a soul you know um for me it's it's not where it's at you know and i, I can't i just can't think that way anymore because on I, I just I feel me soul, you know. It's it's a it's hard to explain, you know. It's like based on an it's based on a feeling, you know. But I think that's the best way from a more practical sense I could show you and feel you, you know. Um, my dad in the comment, my dad said, even the energy we emit is is spherical, and when we are close enough to another person, both energy fields interact. So if that's just us doing it, what is everything else doing? Meaning the Earth, yeah, for sure. And um, like I say, I've had experiences where I've seen the toroidal field around the Earth, and I know that the Earth has its own toroidal field. And to my understanding, what Jesus speaks about, he says that the the Earth has its own toroidal field. He doesn't use that word. He uses um, 
I don't know, I can't remember what word he uses. I don't know if he uses the word aura. I'm not, I might be mistaken on this, but he uses a certain word to, to kind of explain the 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 aura that's around the earth and he explains about how it's actually to do with the earth's condition so which is really interesting so our own our own auras are probably to that to some degree you know like regarding on how much light that we have within us you know it depends on the on what we emit you know from an aura perspective you know because we for example we all know that when we kind of when we interact with um certain beings and people when we get develop a level of awareness around it you know we can feel people's conditions you know to some degree i've had experiences where i've felt people's conditions you know and i'm not seeing that in a way like i'm better than everyone else because people's probably felt my condition it's probably not good you know beans would higher beans would come down and feel mine and they couldn't be around us you know and i think that goes the same as we're developing ourselves you know we we, we can we can pick up on that we can feel it you know and uh and like my dad was saying in the comments i think the earth obviously i, th- I do believe that the earth is a is a it has a direct correlation to our soul condition and reflects upon that on the earth in which we're around, you know. Um, but I think one hundred percent. I think it's. I think it's important as well. Um, to. To to, to kind of, you know, sometimes love yourself in a way that respects your own energy field. You know, when it, when you need to kind of when you de- when you feel depleted, when you feel overstimulated. You know, when you kind of like you feel like you're in an environment that's not good for you. You know, honor that. You know, because. We don't know what's fully going on here, you know, when we're interacting on a more energetic level because we are souls, you know, like I was speaking to before. And when you when you interact with certain things, the more developed we get and um, we can feel things, you know, you can feel things on a much deeper level. And that's how, to speak to, to Jason's question, it was a really good question, you know, and I'm, I know I'm going to read some more of what Jason said before so I can get a better understanding. But just to speak to that again, that's why what I've found is that the more I've had these experiences on a soul level, that it becomes undeniable, you know, like... You get to feel things on a. I, I'm trying to like bridge the gap here with words, but it's you can't really bridge the gap with words. You know, maybe as my vocabulary expands, I'll be able to do that, and I'll be able to bridge that gap better. And maybe I should be able to to bridge that gap better, and uh, and have a better and form a better, use better language around it. But I just feel like this this situation, this where I'm at currently in my life. It's um. I've kind of like went more to kind of like instead of intellectualizing something i'm feeling it and it there's, and there's a massive difference in that and i know i've said that millions of times but it, it, it really does change it in terms of like in in it, it, it's hard to explain but truth's no longer out here and like you're not just kind of intellectualizing the truth you're feeling it in your soul you know and you're feeling it in your heart and you're feeling it when you walk around in your daily life like everything that turns up for you the interactions with your family your friends whatever it may be this truth is always hitting us and it and the more that we open ourselves up to it, in the laws of this place, you feel it every day on a soul. You feel it on your soul, you know, and you get and you connect with it on a deeper level. Um, Jason also said, "But the fact, the fact we are nothing for me is more empowering than thinking I'm something more. I'm blessed to be nothing but a fluke." Well, yeah, that, like I say, it's um. To, if that's if that's if it, if it, you know if it, if you makes you a good person if it like if it, if you still kind of can if you if 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 that identification for you still kind of makes you work on yourself and work on your soul then 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 even though you don't believe there's a soul work on your on your consciousness <laughs> as you work on your consciousness then uh then it's then it it helps you know and it it does it it does it for you you know and I who might argue with your your perspective you know but it's just that's not that's not what I believe anyway. Uh, 
even chaos has an order through so anything is a so is anything a fluke even chaos has an order though so is anything a fluke um i think i well i think this is a big one this opens up a whole pandora's box that one because is everything a fluke i do think there is a like i say i think there's a law of attraction going on in this place i know there's a law of attraction going on um but we have free will on that there's definitely a free will there's definitely like there's definitely um things are turning up for us but there's definitely a free will in that and i'd also do just to speak to free will on that as well um about everything being a fluke i feel like as we kind of get closer to god and you work on yourselves work on ourselves i feel like it becomes easier to become in line with that what i mean by that is i feel like free will i feel like free will now speaking to this about laura but i feel like free will may be determined by the level of soul that we're at because for example if we are it um if we have um if our level of soul right we have a say for example we have a lot of wounds and a lot of traumas which we all do, i know we all do but i'm just using this example <clears throat> and we all know that our wounds and our emotions and our traumas affect the decisions that we make the people that we encounter the experiences and the choices that we make so if we were to heal ourselves then we would obviously affect the the decision making and so we would have we an effective we would kind of throw us developing our soul condition would have access to more free will because we'd be closer to god you know so so that's what i'm speaking of that anyway but um jason said i believe the most important realm is this one and i have been placed here to make a positive impact after i i live on after i die through legacy yeah well um like i say um it is the most important one right now you know because that's where you are it 100 percent is um it's the most important one right now but that doesn't mean that there's nothing when we transition over to this you know but like i say there is like i think i feel like what i'm speaking to to here and just to speak to that again i believe that like what i'm speaking about when i'm speaking about a spirit world i'm not and i hope i'm not putting this across but i'm not speaking about it to kind of neglect the world in which we're in you know because i think there's i know there's beings who have done that you know there's, there's beings who have done that you know they've neglected this physical density that we're in and they've kind of spent all their time and focus just spoke focusing on the spirit world and there's probably a wound in that too as well you know as a form of escapism from this reality and i'm not trying to speak to that you know i'm just speaking to to having a discussion and speaking to something that kind of prepares us for that you know that makes us aware of that something more be so that we can bridge the gap to this physical reality and get a greater understanding of what this is now you know and how we can use that to navigate where we're at now in our journeys and, and navigate our soul's journey now and uh and realize that there is something you know and i think that's what i'm speaking to on that anyway um jason also said i believe i have a soul but i believe the soul is here now it doesn't go to another realm it lives through legacy in the current realm interesting like i say i couldn't speak i don't think i could speak to that anymore that like what i've kind of like spoke to when it comes to the to the soul in regards to that you know and how i believe that that our souls you know transition over into something else when we leave this place you know like it's we're always learning you know and i i believe that's that's what that's that's what it is you know <clears throat> just gonna get a drink
but like I say, it's a fa- it's a fascinating topic, you know, and it's uh, it's one for me. Like like I was speaking to when I first started this, that it's just it's just something that 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 I'm you know I'm currently currently transitioning through, you know, um, and I'm just kind of like being op- trying to be open and humble to to what I to what I feel and what I learn, you know, it's like from your own experiences. And like I said, I'm trying to. It's got to the stage for me where kind of, as I said before, like I've moved more away from the intellectualizing, intellectualize, intellectualization of these topics, because I, I do think it only gets you so far, and, I, and I'm trying to take it back to, to an emotional level and see what I, see what I feel, you know, and how and how 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 I feel, feel me way through that, um, and it and it's just part of the journey, you know. Jason said, "Do we do you believe we are we are more than animal? We are more than yeah, definitely, of course we are." Hundred percent, we're more than animal. Um, I definitely feel like there is a, you know, there is a there is a physical with our bodies, and it's a good question. It's a really good question. So, Jason, thank you for the questions. It's really good because um, it makes you think, you know. But there's definitely we're definitely more than animal, you know. There's definitely kind of like physical components of our body that are definitely mirror and are very close to an animal, you know, from a physicality perspective in terms of eating, reproduction. And things like that but on a soul level i feel like there's an interplay between our souls and our physical bodies that are a, that to me anyway are a lot different to an animal um and also divine truth speaks to this as well which i've spoke about before he speaks about how he, he there's a there's a there's a realm and there's a place where this where the animals go you know and they have a different level of they have a different level of soul or a human being you know um but at the same time, you know, animals, if you look at animals, you know, animals, to me, when I have experiences with animals, you know, animals have a real deep, di- direct correlation to the soul, you know, they have a, on an emotional level, you know, animals are probably more dialed into the emotions than, than most of us, you know, on a soul level, and they're probably more closer to God than we are, you know, and they, they are, a lot of them, a lot of them are, you know, and they're interacting, when you have an, an interactions with animals, you know, they're interacting with you on a soul level. But... But like, for for but I do feel like you know we are more than animal. You know, we're not just a we're not just of our biological makeup. You know, and I think that also type of thinking it leads you down a detrimental place as well because you know I've had that perspective where that I've kind of like just this type of thinking you were, we were just speaking about before when it comes to kind of consciousness and stuff like that and the evolutionary perspective. You know, it leads us down kind of like narrow paths in the sense of like. You can see like the patterns in society now, for example, like the people in society who kind of who don't believe there's a God, people who kind of are disconnected from from like a higher power. You can see how they act, you know, they act like animals, you know, like there's an argument that 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 some people are acting like animals, you know, in the sense of how they're operating, you know, like operating from the lower nature, you know, like, for example, like. Look at when it comes to the sexual culture on the planet, which is a big one. This is the one that I've been working on for the last few years, and I've, every day I'm working on these wounds because they go so deep, especially as a man in culture and as a woman. But as a man, speaking from a man's perspective, they go so deep. Everything in society is trying to get man into their low nature. Everything from the whole, the whole perspective. You know, the foods that we eat, what we watch, pornography, video games. From every single perspective, it's trying to take that, trying to take your soul and your lower nature. It's trying to take you and your animal and your animalistic tendencies. And if you, inside of your soul, if you have a, when human beings are on that on that path to kind of working on themselves, and they're being nudged by all the different things that are all around us, that are all that are, what are trying to be influenced by. 
and we're having these and we're having this perspective that this this rhetoric that's played out in terms of like oh we're just a, we're just a part of evolution we're just like a, a, a like a random phenomenon that's turned up on the planet you know like like you're not you're nothing special you're out there in space spinning around and nothingness like what do you think that that does to inside yourself you know you 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 like you disconnect from something high in yourself you so you've got no like you've got no you st- you start you, you know your level of morality starts moving inside yourself and you and you start like messing around you know you start thinking that oh i can i can do this and no one's watching us you know i can like watch porn and no one's watching us you know or i can do whatever i'm doing and no one's watching us you know you're not connected to something high and that's what i i, I think it gets down to you know it it takes you into that animalistic nature you know it moves you more into that that that, that way of operating and i've been I've, I've felt that within me you know like i've felt them parts inside of my soul that i tried have tried to kind of influence me in that way you know that i've tried to kind of like justify why i'm doing a certain thing like oh we're just we're just a part of evolution you know this is what we do you know we just we just we just fight and we fuck you know and we eat food and we have to honor that it's healthy to do so you know but as you start developing yourself you start realizing the flaws in these things you start tapping into your soul you start realizing how these things are very detrimental to your body you know like if you operate if you operate in a way that's too animalistic like for example you know you're just watching porn all the time or you you don't make love you know you you just you just fuck or have sex if whatever word you want to use and just operate in that way if that's void of real connection you know it takes you away from your soul you know it it uh, it disconnects you it disrupts you and that goes for everything you know like if you if you're not eating foods that actually nourish your soul and you're just eating foods like an animal eating anything you want you know what do you think it does to you you know these these things all affect you from every single level and this this is like this is why to me this 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 um the earth realm that we're in it's really fascinating to me because i feel like we you know we have all these different vices that are all around us that are all trying to pull us from certain directions and i feel like that you know that there's something about the journey of overcoming that you know like on a true level like really trying to like kind of like move through this reality in a way that kind of like you know you observe all these tendencies that we do you know like you don't just kind of accept what a rhetoric or a or a or a, or a, um, a reasoning behind what this is you know like in terms of evolution or the big bang or whatever it is you you know you start feeling you know from a more deep level and it starts informing your entire reality you know and how you eat food how you speak to people you know everything you know it informs it informs everything and i think there's something really important to that to, to do in that journey and for me i think that's been one of the biggest things because when you start operating in that way and you start realizing how your soul's affecting everything and your soul condition and everything like that you start making better choices and then better choices lead to more better choices and then you start getting better truths you know because your op- your body's operating cleaner you know your um, your soul's start things are starting to come up in your in your soul that energetically that's being dislodged in you because you've been blocked in certain ways because there is like a there is a a, a deep symbiosis in this place like it's not just all soul you know like the soul's obviously the most important thing you know we don't take the body with us but the body's body for me what i've found in my journey is it has a very deep you know the body is a tool for an ascension you know it has a real deep correlation to our soul you know it has a fine interplay that that can work together in certain ways you know that's why all the cultures of the past all spoke about like how spoke about and used um like terms about the body you know like christ fluid and keep the wet keeping the wetness of the body you know because there's an importance to kind of 
looking after the vessel and also how that interplays you know from all different levels and also how we interact with that you know like questioning like are we operating from our higher nature or are we operating from our lower nature and this and it's not like like also at the same time it's not to be like because i know sometimes when you like people can go down this trail of thought where it's kind of and i've had these thoughts where it's kind of like you know this is too much stuff for me it's too too deep you know it's like i'm not saying everyone's saying that but i'm just saying like sometimes people like I've felt these levels within me where I'm thinking about a topic and I'm just like, all right, I just want to shut off from it and just kind of turn it off, like in the past. But as you just keep pushing through and you just keep honouring what you're feeling and what's coming up, it gets a lot better, you know. It's always It always gets better. We think it's going to get worse. Like when you work on an emotion, it's like, and I, I'm the same for this, it's like, and I've got things that are, I, I've got blocks on with this too as well where things that I'm working on now, it's like when you peek at something, it's like, oh but i don't want to go i don't want to feel that thing i don't want to feel that because if i feel it, it might my situation might get worse but it doesn't you know once you have a good cry it always gets better you know like every cry that you have always gets better you know <laughs> it's always better after you release <clears throat> but i think these emotional experiences what i'm starting to learn it's like it's having emotional experiences that are not just kind of like it's just kind of like um They've got to be emotional experiences on a real deep level. Like, you've got to really feel them deep within you. You've got to, like... And you feel them... Like, you know, you, you get carried away with your emotions and you don't know what you're doing. Sometimes you shake, you know. You release things in certain ways. You burp, for example. Or, you know, whatever it may be. But it's a lot of the time it is having big, deep emotional experiences. Um, The more you realise you're connected to something more than yourself... It sends you messages every single day. I think it's sending us messages every single day anyway. I, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's the more you realise you connect to something more than yourself. It sends you messages to you every day. I feel like no matter where you are at, it always sends you messages. So like even if, for example, even if you don't see the messages, it's always sending you the message. You know, like the law of attraction that God's turning up is always sending you stuff. You know, there's stuff that I can't see, you know. But I do feel like there is patterns in our daily life that's turning up more and more that we do see and feel, you know, and it's it's based on kind of what we're working on, you know, in my opinion. It's like nudging us in certain ways to like, like we're all experiencing emotions. Like I know for me, like I, I know if we're honest with ourselves, like in me, for example, I know some of the key emotions that I'm working on now on, on, a, on a regular basis. There might be one or two that comes up that I'm finding, that I'm learning, but more so than ever, I'm f- I can feel like things that are, if I'm truthful with myself, you know, I can feel things that are circling around that I'm that are, that I'm missing that I that I'm not feeling into full, fully that I'm bypassing, and they'll circle back around for you. You know, it's like it's the nature of this place. And it's like, and 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 sometimes you can, you know, be in that emotion for a long time. You know, like there's 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 there's, there's evidence talking about how spirits are in in the in the different spheres and they're working on an emotion and they're stuck in that they're stuck in that place for 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 a thousand years you know this because that's nothing to to truly that's nothing on a on a deeper level you know like a thousand years is nothing you know you can be in a hundred levels you know like there's going to be emotions that we've all got that we're going to transition over in the spirit realm that we haven't healed and we haven't worked on you know we might think that we're better than where we're at, but we're not. We're gonna get. We're probably just gonna get humbled, and you know. And I always think that all the time, you know. Like, and I'll just end up in the hells or something, you know. <laughs> and I'll just be like, oh, oh god. So uh, all that sp- stuff I spoke about on the podcast was completely wrong, and, uh, and I'm getting bad for it. 
because it's like that's one thing i've been doing as well like one of the things that i've been apprehensive about doing podcasts for it's like it's it's kind of a balancing act you know it's kind of like like what do you speak about because if i speak about the wrong thing and it influences someone in the wrong way then i need to be very careful you know because it affects if i if i say something and it affects someone's soul condition then that impacts my soul too as well and, and it's, this is how deep it goes you know it's not just a case of like it's not just the the physical actions which we take you know it's the influence we have on others you know like imagine like like you know the see like if you look around the world look at the influence that that on a mass level that people have on people you know like in terms of like dogmatic approaches to certain topics and things like that you know and it's like it's 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 very kind of it can be very detrimental to your journey of your soul you know like we're gonna there's gonna be a time where we have to face everything we've done you know like everything that we've ex- influenced and everything we've experienced you know there's gonna be a process where we have to feel into it and it's for me sometimes when I do these that's one of the reasons like I had this dialogue before I even did this podcast today and I was thinking I've had a few ideas that's come through and I've just got to kind of I've really got to tap in and hope that you know they're coming from a true place but then you kind of speak about these top go to speak about some things and you you realize that there is like wounds in us that are like a causing us to speak in certain ways and say certain things and like and turn up on the podcast and like speak about certain things because there's wounds in me that are causing that affect me even when i speak you know and it's trying to be humble with it and try to realize that like why am i even like truly like feeling like what is it why is this is this thing that i'm talking about coming from a true place i know now it's coming from a true place cause i can feel it you know but it's like trying to bring that awareness in you know as much as like as much as we can and that's what i'm trying to do is it's just in everything that i do you know like am i really being authentic here you know is this something that i'm as am i trying to speak about something or am i trying to is or am i trying to kind of control or you know carry out an action in a certain way because there's a there's a, an emotional wound in me that's that's wanting a feedback loop within that situation whether it's around people i'm around whether it's with laura whatever i'm seeing to her or how i'm interacting with her you know trying to notice these things that are that that interplay is very very important and i think just bringing that awareness to to maybe where you're out of balance with your energy for example if you're being overbearing to someone maybe you're controlling someone um you're demanding something from someone you know you you're asking too much whatever it may be it's very important to bring that bring that awareness in and and as you start doing it you start recognizing how people are doing it to you and it's going on all over the place you know and it's having self-love for yourself having self-love for others it's really important to bring that in anyway you know um but i think i'm going to leave it there anyway it's been a really good one i think that was a really powerful one to be honest i think a lot of good stuff come through i hope it did anyway i'll find out when i cross over eh? <laughs> i'll find out when i cross over to that other realm if it was good stuff or not when i get me soul condition tanked <laughs> when my soul condition darkens when i go and look at myself now <laughs> show me ultraviolet light <laughs> and see what my soul's uh soul condition is but uh anyway that i'm just joking there by the way <laughs> but anyway i'll leave that one there really good one as well thank you for turning up um as always and uh we'll catch you on the other side or the next one who knows <laughs> big love <laughs>
See you.